Hello and welcome to Meet the UBMS MIS Ambassadors, a conversation dedicated to providing prospective students with an opportunity to hear from our current students. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs here at the University of Buffalo School of Management. Uh, and this is our second segment of the Meet the Ambassadors. Uh, if you missed the first segment, uh, please do go check it out on our digital library. I'll show you how to access that before we wrap up here today. Um, before we get too much further down the weeds with that, though, please do join me in welcoming the stars of today's show, some of our current student ambassadors. Ambassadors, welcome, and thank you for being here today. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Okay, so for this particular segment, we're going to focus on things like curriculum, clubs, activities, and career services. And whether it is our in-demand curriculum, learning and growth opportunities associated with student clubs, organizations and activities, or the tremendous advantages provided by our exclusive Career Resource Center, better known to us as the CRC, know that the UBMS MIS program and the School of Management offer a full life cycle approach to career advancement. Here now, again, to provide their insight regarding these topics are our current student ambassadors. So let's jump right into the questions here for this segment. Um, and first up, I wanna turn it over to Shub, focusing on the curriculum. And simple question here, Shub, what have been your favorite classes and why? So uh, and so since I come from uh, risk and audit background and consulting, so my favorite class was IT audit uh, for managers. Uh, I believe that's a very good course if someone who is who, who is focusing a career into audit and wants to get into risk consulting or, or want to work with the big fours or any other uh, companies where uh, the profile is kind of like risk and compliance. So that is a very good coursework. Uh, uh, apart from that, I like statistics a lot because I'm someone who loves mathematics. So I like, love that coursework uh, very much. Uh, that's a very good course also if someone is looking into uh, uh, getting into more functional role or getting into roles which involves market estimation or those kind of stuffs. So yeah, these two courses have been uh, my favorite courses. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, turning it over to Dimple, uh, and maybe it is one of your favorite classes, uh, maybe not, but what classes or class do you think has prepared you best for either an internship or taking the next step in your career? So for me, Aaron, since I have an interest towards roles in the data science domain, and I also have my past experience in market analytics and research. So subjects like database management system, data visualization statistics have been uh, utmost important for me. Also, while I'm preparing for interviews or uh, when I'm looking into job description of most of the companies, like even Facebook, Google, or Amazon, SQL is the most dominant skill that's required. And um, I'm glad I, we have an option to pick these subjects and learn from the best. So yeah, these have been my uh, favorite subjects in the last fall semester. Great. Devesh, uh, same question here. Uh, is there a class that you can specifically point out that you feel has best prepared you either for an internship or your next full-time position? Uh, I would say uh, Tim. Uh, technology innovation and management because that really uh, pushes you to present your ideas your startup ideas or uh, you know it, it, it allows you to pitch those ideas talk to the audience uh, in a mock situation ask for funding 
So brings up the whole package. So yes, Tim. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Like Kath, um, shifting the focus a little bit to the faculty, right? And, and if again, for the audience, uh, if you missed it in segment one, we talked a little bit about finding your fit as a prospective student when researching institutions and programs and where you're ultimately going to choose to attend. Faculty obviously plays a large role in that. Um, so how often do you interact with professors outside of the classroom? Um, I, I can say um, I would uh, often interact with professors, but usually uh, you can see every professor um, has something we call as the office hours, uh, which is you know a separate set of hours set apart from the regular classes um, where students uh, can go and meet that particular professor and discuss anything related to class or you know um, apart from that any other discussions in that particular time with that particular professor. Uh, it usually helps uh, a lot because um, you usually have a definite schedule and have a lot of classes and projects going on and you wouldn't really know when a particular professor is available. So this in particular helps you know that when which professor is available so that you can go and catch up with him in case you have to, you have some topic to speak about. And apart from that, um, uh, it, it's not just about class uh, that you would catch up with a professor with. Uh, when, when you're in a college, uh, professors are ready to give you uh, that life advice, a professional advice that you might require uh, in order to progress in your career. Uh, they have been there and they have a lot of experience and they can be uh, the best source uh, to give you that guidance and you know take you forward. And apart from that, there are several other things um, that could matter. Like uh, if you are a student of science, uh, most often you can see positions that students hold like, you know, research assistant or work on research projects. And um, in order to showcase your interest of, or if you're interested in a particular subject that a particular professor is holding, uh, then it's, it's uh, recommended that you go ahead and show that interest and have the discussion so that when um, you need that support or when an opportunity comes in, uh, the professor uh, is, you know, remembers you and gain it, you, you know, uh, work on those common interests and go ahead and grab that opportunity. And not just that, it could be uh, sometimes when you um, are after your graduation, uh, you could, uh, you know, professors are, have a lot of connections outside of college because they've been in that industry and they can really help you get that connection uh, and, you know, maybe uh, through a letter of recommendation that he could provide or maybe connect you with someone in that particular field of interest so that um, you could uh, better navigate in your life. Yeah, so safe to say that faculty are available if you need them, right? It's just a matter of taking advantage of those opportunities to connect with them uh, either before, during, or after classes. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Prashant. So pretend I'm a, a prospective student and you know, ultimately I'm trying to gain a real, realistic expectation 
of what my life is going to look like as a student here at UB. Can you share your time commitment, either on a daily basis, a weekly basis, as it pertains to being in the class, readings, projects, group homework, I mean, whatever the case may be, uh, what's the time commitment look like? Okay, thanks, Aaron. So uh, I would say that we've, since we've already discussed that the, uh, the coursework is like pretty compact and you have so much to study in such short, short duration. So I would say one thing like initially I really struggled was like after like 10 years of study gap was to kind of sit there and study for so many hours. And it's really important to kind of plan your like work for the entire week ahead instead of like keeping it at the end because it really piles up and you really struggle uh, at the end kind of finishing everything. So for me, it was like every day. So the, the classes are kind of uh, uh, divided so that you get time daily. It's not that one day you have all the classes. So maybe you have class on Monday, you might not have any class on Tuesday and then you have on Wednesday. So then accordingly, I used to prepare uh, my kind of time. So suppose Tuesday, I don't have any class. So maybe I study for like uh, three three hours. And then if there are any assignments or any group projects due, so uh, like individual assignments, I used to kind of finish it within a week. If the due date is next week, it's always good to finish beforehand than rush at the end uh, because there are chances that you might miss the deadline. So typically between... Uh, like I would say seven to eight hours in a week, like personal, like individual studies, apart from like whatever individual assignment or quizzes that you need to prepare for. So there are a few subjects that have like uh, weekly quizzes, like every week you have your quiz, you have your assignments. So you have to like really invest your time and plan your, even the weekends accordingly. So and even I would say that uh, what I would recommend everyone was when uh, like others were mentioning that networking is the key and it's always good to start your networking beforehand, even before you're joining a college. So use your time effectively on weekends as well to network with people and with so many clubs that uh, we're gonna talk about that kind of really helps to kind of network. So I, I would say like uh, typically around seven, eight hours a week and apart from individual assignments and group projects, that, that's, that's what my week looks like. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Um, you. So, Utsav, I want to now turn my focus to uh, what we consider to be an extension of the curriculum um, and, and topics that fall in line with what we call action learning or experiential learning, right? Um, and, and Global Programs presents opportunities to do exactly that. Take what you learn in the classroom um, and apply it to real-world scenarios being further introduced to the alumni network, um, organizations, potentially projects, depending on the, the specific trip, so on and so forth. This is all known as global programs. Um, so have you participated in global programs? And, and if so, can you share your experiences? Absolutely, yes. So um, I did take part in two of the global programs. I think they're called Experience the 50, and I was part of the two treks. Um, one was the Austin trek, and the other one was the Silicon Valley trek. So they're essentially like two programs designed in a way where we got an opportunity to work with our alumni um, and an organization set up in that location. So if it was Austin, then we were talking with our alums in Austin. Uh, and if it was the Silicon Valley, then we were doing the same thing from that location. And it was really exciting because in both of these experiences, um, we got to meet a lot of people across the university because it's not only from one program. So people from 
different geographies, different programs, different degrees, like not just graduate programs, but even undergrad. Everybody would come in and they would participate together. Um, we would talk to an organization, we would listen to their leaders, uh, we would try and understand what kind of problems they have. And then together, I think we were divided into cohorts. We would, we would sit together as teams, we would discuss the problems out, and then we would design a solution for them. So that was, that was one part of this global program where, where we're trying to understand how an entire organization is operating in that location, and then try and find out what, what kind of solutions can we provide them. So that was the group project was one part of this experience. And of course, the second most important part of this experience was the opportunity to connect with our alums. Uh, we have many different ways of doing that, but the access to our alums so directly through this program was beautiful because each one of them took the time to, to know uh, where we come from, what kind of programs we were doing. Uh, we got an opportunity to understand their role and their path, like their journey, like right before UB, what were they, what kind of portfolio did they have, what was their goal at UB, and then what did they do after UB to be where they are today. Right, so that entire journey and the discussions and the conversations that we had with our alums was, was wonderful. Um, and I think not just that, it did not end there because even after I was done with that program, we are still in touch um, through different mediums, mostly LinkedIn. Um, they, they keep telling us about what kind of opportunities there are in their locations. Because like I said, it was Austin in Silicon Valley. So now I have access to what kind of programs, what kind of profiles are in demand. Uh, what are they up to in their lives? Do they have opportunities in their teams at their workplaces? So, so yes, this the biggest learning for me through the global program was that, that there's, there's so much more that's going out and our alums are always there to help us out. And it, it's important for us to build that connection with them. Yeah, for sure. And I want you to hold on to that thought a little yeah. bit because I do have another question related okay. to the alumni network uh, coming up here in a bit. Uh, but Utsav, I do want to stick with you while we shift gears um, and, and take a little bit, uh, a step further outside of the classroom uh, and, and turn our focus to clubs and activities. Um, so what clubs are you involved in? Sure. Um, so I think I am personally involved in three clubs. Uh, the first one, of course, uh, which is the top of my priority list is the product at UB Club. It's something that I'm proud um, of working on with a set of my fellow batchmates from MIS and we were able to start this club um, uh, at the School of Management level. So yeah, so Product at UB is the club um, that I'm most involved with. The second one, of course, is the Rowing Club. Um, I've been part of the Rowing Club since the beginning of fall and I would row with them. I would train with them every morning um, from 5.30 to 8 uh, with, with a team of students and coaches. Uh, that was really exciting. Uh, we would participate in races. Uh, so that's the second one. And the third one is the School of Management Minority Alliances, if I'm not wrong. SOMA is what they said. Um, they, they really hosted some of the events and webinars that I was interested in. Different companies would come in, different, they would cover different skills. Uh, that was really interesting. So these were the three main clubs that I would regularly participate in. Of course, like every Fridays, I think we covered that in the previous section, student union would be filled with club activities and you do not necessarily have to, you know, be a full-time or an active participant in these clubs, but you would still have access to these club events because they would be hosted in the student union space and you would be able to go and talk to them and participate in their one-time events. So 
Yeah. Uh, excellent. Uh, Devesh, I want to, I want to stick to this topic and hear more about your perspective. Uh, what clubs are you involved in? So the one that I'm involved is uh, the one started by Utsa and his friends, uh, the product at UB pub, a brilliant initiative, I would say, for anyone interested in product. And this goes out for the incoming students as well. So they're doing a really good job, uh, you know, regularly hosting sessions with the big wigs in the industry, uh, uh, really hands-on uh, sessions uh, for, let's say, you know, doc writing, uh, product teardowns, and uh, they regularly take feedbacks and they keep on improving everything that's happening there. And it's, it's been a great, great, great journey being a part of that club for now. Yeah. And, you know, specifically, I'm, I'm glad I asked the two of you that, that question because it really drives home the point that there's a lot out there, you know, that you can get involved in. Um, but maybe the coolest thing is if it doesn't already exist and it's an interest of yours, you can create it. Um, and so UB and the School of Management certainly gives you the resources, the support, and the freedom to do things uh, like create your own club. Um, and so uh, very, very cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, moving on, like Heath, uh, how difficult uh, once you're in a club is it to obtain a leadership role? Well, um, uh, it's... Uh, it's not that difficult that anyone would imagine. Like it's important to note that uh, you won't just get a get a leadership position as soon as you join a club. Um, it's important that you spend some time with the club and and show that uh, you know if you're really interested in that particular you know whatever that club is uh, working on, you show your passion and you um, you know spend some time getting to know the people that are part of that club. And, you know, uh, and once you're a part of a club, there's several uh, sessions and uh, activities that the club uh, handles and, you know, uh, go on, uh, take on more responsibility, uh, show what your capabilities are. And then when, um, when it's time, you know, when it's the right time and uh, when there is an election or something like that, a requirement comes up, uh, then, you know, make sure you express uh, to the people who are responsible why you deserve that position and what you bring to the table. And like you already mentioned, uh, if you really have that purpose and interest, uh, UB offers resources and support to even create your own club. Um, so when it comes to UB, uh, there are plenty of opportunities to go and explore and, and you know, uh, explore your leadership abilities uh, in terms of taking roles in, in these clubs. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Shub, besides some of the obvious uh, points that have already been made, why should someone consider joining a student club? So uh, thanks, Aaron, for asking that question. I think uh, most of the things have been covered by Utsav and uh, Likhat on this. So I think uh, my main motivation, I would say, to join a student club is, uh, firstly, you get to do something which is like apart from your curriculum. It might be aligned to your uh, aspiration or it might not be. Uh, like there are so many clubs which actually aligns to a lot of career communities and uh, something which is not part of career community, such as rowing or anything, which is like working with this uh, Indian Student Association or anything. So the, the first important thing which uh, gets amplified is that your networking intelligence, like you get to meet a lot of other people from different, different communities, from different countries. 
and you might work on a common project or might not work on a common project, but something or the other might align you and get a conversation further. So it's all interconnected in that way. And uh, the secondly, uh, second thing, which is very important is that when you go for any kind of job interviews. So this is the question which I've been faced a lot of times. Uh, like uh, they keep on asking the, what is the thing apart from the coursework you have done it? Like, did you take up any leadership position? Were you working closely with college? Or do you, were you doing something or the other? For example, uh, the, the MIS ambassadors, the meetup and everything. This is also something like which we are doing apart from the curriculum. This is also making us uh, know so many people, incoming students, what is the potential good quality of students which are coming to UB and also helping them and working closely with them. So these are set of the things which gets highlighted when you are actually applying for a job interview, anything like that, what extra you have done it. Like everyone does the coursework, everyone gets a good GPA. That's part of your curriculum. You have to do that. You're paying for that. You have come for that. But apart from that, where have you been the highlighter? For example, Utsav and uh, my batchmates, they have uh, like created this whole set of new club, which was not there in our, uh, in our college. And uh, so many people come in with that set of aspirations of coming into product and uh, other uh, similar kind of roles. That is such a great opportunity for them to meet people from different, different startups, different big names and get to, get to work closely with them because ha have not been this in the place, it, the networking and all things would have been difficult for them to do. Like uh, it is actually very difficult to get a response from some of the, some of the big names of the, uh, of, of the companies. So by doing these things, they, the channelizing and everything becomes so easy. So that's the thing which is uh, very important for someone to consider like your networking becomes, uh, it smoothens up your networking, the approaching becomes very much easy. And plus you have something extra to put up. For example, I was part of this management consulting club where we were working with uh, very small size, size businesses of Buffalo community in uh, uh, expediting their business or, or helping their performance improve, improvement in operations or any kind of uh, field. So I think these small, small set of things, it need not be a money driven or anything like that that should be kept aside. Like, am I gaining any monetary benefits out of it? That's uh, a different thing. But uh, apart from that, uh, it amplifies what you want to do. It keeps you connected with other, other people, which is not uh, around your vicinity. Thirdly, the networking becomes very uh, uh, easy. And it also helps you in expanding your gro growth mindset because that's what you should be coming with. Like, you, like we talked about this before, we should not constrict ourselves to so-and-so. We should have an attitude of like growing our mindset and meeting different people and getting involved in different, different things. And it, it's a huge highlighter in the resume. Uh, your entire interview can go into that set of conversation only if you have done something extravagant in your uh, coursework, apart from the coursework. Yeah, excellent points. And you know, if you weren't excited about student clubs before, hopefully you are now. Uh, but Dimple, I want to I want to move on to you. And obviously, we've heard extensively at this point about student clubs, but there's got to be more, right? What other activities can someone expect uh, while at the University of Buffalo, or what activities are you involved with? So. Uh... Even before I joined Buffalo, I uh, decided to participate in this Blackstone Summer Accelerator Program. And um, I, I think that was a great uh, uh, decision I made. And that helped me connect with uh, prospective, the, the current students and also with the prospective students. And I worked on ideas. So I was not very interested in coming up. I did not have my own idea, but um, in that entire Blackstone program, there were students that had their ideas, which, uh, and uh, they, if they were resources if you want to work on that idea. And it was, uh, it spanned over like four weeks. 
and you were uh, i mean you were skilled on the entire way if you want to design your own product and what are the other stages if you have interest in startup or something then how do you go about it so that was one great program i was a part of apart from that uh, there are plenty of career fairs and workshops that i've attended uh, post coming and those were great activities and these are great uh, networking activities also have been a member of the product at ub as well and the soma club that uts have mentioned so these have been the other activities that have been part of um, in my last semester yeah thank you so much and for those that aren't familiar blackstone launchpad is our uh, entrepreneurial incubator that's located right here on campus and so uh, if you're bitten by the entrepreneurial bug whether it's you know just an initial concept thought or idea all the way through uh, a fully developed startup, um, and you're looking for what to do next um, in any way, shape, or form, Blackstone is a one-stop shop for all of your entrepreneurial needs. Um, so definitely check that out. Thank you so much, Dimple. Uh, Prashant, <clears throat> taking it a step further outside of the classroom, um, and we talked a little bit about this in segment one, uh, but let's talk about the social scene. What is the University at Buffalo social scene like? Okay, so I like this this i guess every one of us can talk for hours here yeah. but i i can uh, just talk about like i i still remembered our welcome week uh, when we when we came to buffalo so it was before our classes started so it was like this one and week full of activities events games uh, then uh, there was a carnival and uh, dj performances band performances uh, that uh, that ub kind of uh, held for us and it kind of really helped to break the ice and helped me to know my classmates and make some really good friends. So uh, with such diversity of students uh, that are there at UB, so there are so many different student bodies. So there's stu uh, Indian Student Association, Arab Student Group, then Latin Student Group. So all these student groups, like every week, there is something or the other happening uh, uh, in the college. So. Uh, like uh, everyone was saying that whenever you go to student union, you'll find some or the other activity that is happening, uh, be it some like performance, be it some games activity, even like our uh, like football games and basketball games that uh, UB kind of uh, holds. So there is something or the other always happening. And I, I would also say that uh, apart from uh, this, there are also uh, like such informative sessions, such trainings, and like uh, like you were just talking about uh, Blackstone Launchpad, wherein uh, a student get uh, a chance to kind of give their 90 seconds pitch. And then there are so many hackathons that are always happening, design uh, competitions that are happening. So uh, I, I, I would say that there is always something, it's just that what interests you, where you want to participate, and also with respect to uh, like different kind of celebrations like Diwali, Halloween, Christmas, there is something or the other always happening in college. So I would say it's uh, always something to look out for. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, there's something for everybody, similar right. to what we talked about with the student clubs, right? Definitely. Um, it's a matter of seeking it out and, and participating if, if you see fit. Uh, Prashant, I do want to stick with you as we once again shift this segment's focus to now career orientation. Um, so talk to us about the industry that you were in before coming to UB um, and now where do you, what industry or, or what sort of organizations are you targeting um, as you near the end uh, of your time as being a student here at UB? 
Sure. So I have uh, worked like for 10 years in different like industries, like transport, banking, healthcare. So for the last five years, I was working as a product owner in the healthcare industry. So, I mean, I really am passionate about working in healthcare industry because I really feel uh, that with so much advancement, medical advancements that's happening, uh, technology has a really big role to play. And I, I feel it can really help to bridge the gap between the healthcare and uh, patients to provide them effective quality care and access. So I would really kind of like to get a, a product role in the healthcare domain wherein I could use my technical expertise to uh, kind of bring a difference uh, in the healthcare industry. Yeah, thank you. And I think that's very important to point out because you know I think we get tunnel vision and Shub has kind of alluded to it uh, a couple of times at this point, we come into programs like this with sort of a tunnel vision of, of our expectations and, and what we think it's going to be and what we think it's going to set us up to do, right? When in reality, everything in life is a business. Um, and the skills that we obtain through an MSMIS program can certainly be applied to just about every industry, just about every organization in some way, shape, or form. So healthcare is no exception there. Uh, so just want to reiterate that point, right? Don't limit yourself in terms of scope of opportunity um, to one or two specific areas. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Utsav, as promised, bringing it back to you in the, the topic of alumni, um, we heard a little bit earlier, and, and I think overwhelmingly the answer to my first question here is going to be very accessible, but how accessible are the alumni to you? And you know, in accessing them, what does that outreach look like? Is it mainly through the CRC? Is it school events? Is it informal or otherwise? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, of course, it it is a lot easier. Um, and I'm saying that with caution because we have access to a platform like LinkedIn, right? And each of us has a profile and we're trying to expand that network and to identify a UB alum or an MIS alum is not very difficult, right? So I think it has always been easy. And like most of us mentioned before, that we, we, have, we had started this process of reaching out to our alums much before we even arrived to the campus, right? Even before we started the program, because we were trying to understand, like reaching out to an ambassador for that matter, right? Reaching out to understand what, what was the program like? What am I going to take out from it? Can, can my expectations be met? From this program so we started from there eventually to to the point hey what do you do at your workplace i want to do the same thing how do i reach there so the conversations have evolved uh slowly but it took some time so in terms of the accessibility i think linkedin makes it very very easy but having said that when when i eventually started the program and i think i remember this um where we 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 started having these sessions and melissa was leading them um, and it was called the virtual power chats. And these virtual power chats with our alums was one of the one of the first direct interactions that I've had the opportunity to have. Right, our alums would be there in the call. Uh, the students would have an access to them through a Zoom meeting, and we would talk to them face to face, and they would give us advice, and we would listen to their stories. So, so CRC had a major big role to play in giving us an access to these alums. That they would they would set up these power chats, and each of those alums would come in not just from one field across different fields, from data analysts, from IT auditing, from consulting, from product, from project, you name it, and then our alums would be there. So CRC was was one way of doing it. 
of course, our faculties and our directors um, had have as they identify the kind of career that we're trying to build, they would help us out in naming a few alums in the past uh, who are in the same profile or who have seen the same kind of growth that we are trying to achieve, right? So from our faculties and from our directors, we've also received a list of alums who we've who've been able to reach out to. So yes, it will it will work out in all three ways. Your accessibility is very simple. Our alums have been great. Like you get it through CRC or you get it through your own personal LinkedIn research or you get it through your faculty or director. Eventually, when we reach out to our alums, we have to give them some time because we have to understand that each each of each of one of them has their own personal life and professional life. They're they're busy in their own lives, so do reach out to them. Do set an expectation that who you are, where are you coming coming from, uh, what are you trying to learn from them, and then they do respond. Most of our alums, and I I will have to say, hundred percent of them, um, have um, responded to my messages, um, and they have asked me back that how can they help us, because. Our alums have been great in, in showing us the direction, like if whether it being referrals or whether it being resume reviews or whether it being, um, you know what, you should probably take another subject because that aligns more with your interests, right? So ask them simple questions and they, they have responded back with meaningful answers. So yes, they are accessible. They are very welcoming. Uh, they take the time, they take the effort to really respond to our needs. But just be aware, and I'm telling, I told that to myself and all of our student peers, is give them some time because it is not magic that they would just see a message and reply back to you immediately. Most of the time they do within a day or two, but sometimes it takes longer and it is absolutely fine. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and throughout Utsav's answers and a couple others leading up to this, uh, we've heard uh, mention of the CRC. Uh, and, and I opened with that uh, for this particular segment, the, the Career Resource Center, which is exclusive to School of Management students here at UB. Um, and in the Career Resource Center, you'll find, Melissa's name was mentioned, uh, academic advice, I'm sorry, career advisors specific to programs. Um, and so if you're an MIS student, Melissa is who you will engage with in terms of all things career prep um, in the CRC. With that in mind, Devesh, uh, I turn to you now. I want to know, what has your experience been like with the CRC? Uh, I would say they have been very helpful. So I have contacted them, I guess, on four or five occasions during the semester. Uh, twice it has been uh, for the resume review. And uh, I've contacted with Professor Salem, and he was very helpful in pointing out the small details on what can be improved, what can be dropped from the resume. And they take, uh, I mean, coming with the experience that they have, you know, they take the time to make sure that your resume is tailored to your background. For example, if I'm, I'm there with, you know, a lot more experience than a common um, a common student of the program. So the things that would matter for my profile and what should be highlighted in my profile will be different from the one, somebody who's there with two or three years of experience. And they have that kind of experience and that kind of insight into the job market as well. So they make sure that those kind of things are highlighted there. Uh, a couple of times I've contacted them for networking and uh, there again, I would say uh, that insight comes in. So what, where I'm coming from, what kind of industry I've been working for and where do I need to get into in my career? What, what's my vision? So they would make sure that they are able to, uh, you know, uh, pick the uh, selected set of individuals from the entire list that they have. And uh, they are very uh, open to provide uh, 
and, and a reference with which you can approach uh, uh, the existing alums. And uh, as Utsav said, most, most of them, I would say 100%, even in my case, they respond and uh, you can always get connected to them. Uh, apart from this, they also have, uh, you know, regular sessions that go on. So uh, whether it whether be it interacting with industry folks or, you know, sim simply just, uh, you know, um, how to build your LinkedIn profile, uh, how to uh, network, uh, things that that are very practical and handy once you start your job search. So I would say overall CRC, a highly dedicated and involved uh, organization inside UB and I think most of us are already uh, making good use of it and the others will start doing so very soon. Yeah agreed and Dimple because they play such a critical role I'm curious to hear your take on the same question what's your experience been with the CRC? So Aaron, um, honestly, I feel Utsav and uh, Devesh had covered most of the points and they're absolutely right in terms of their experience. And I've had similar experience. Like in the past semester, I even I had uh, multiple one-on-one -on -one with Melissa and uh, other members for resume review or LinkedIn profile uh, building. So these few sessions, they help me a lot to understand what I should be putting in and what opportunities I should target accordingly. And the CRC has a I mean, great num amount of resources in terms of understanding how you should even uh, apply to jobs and uh, even the kind, the way you should approach to the alumni. There's a lot of templates to even understand if you are, if you're not very good with the uh, way you could write those, uh, write those messages. Also, uh, there are different ways also of looking into, I mean, applying for jobs apart from LinkedIn or company career websites. So CRC has great number of resources. You just need to check. And uh, I'm, I think they, we have a great support system here with them. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and to wrap up this particular segment, uh, I turn to you, Shub. Um, how has the CRC influenced your post-degree path? So we've heard you know, that they'll do things like resume review, help you with interview prep, introduce you to organizations and alumni, which can often and a lot of times does shift your thoughts about which path you want to take your career down. So can you outline for us specifics in terms of how they've influenced your path? Yeah, uh, thanks, Aaron. I think I can just go on on this topic uh, of career uh, resource center and career services because I was myself working as a graduate assistant with career services. Uh, like apart from uh, seeking help from them, they were like often oftentimes when I was actually helping these uh, prospective students or students and resume reviewing and uh, all kind of stuff. So I would say they take a very uh, like uh, they are very in, uh, integral part of our college and uh, they take a lot of efforts in planning the events and working closely with the students and uh, expanding their mindset and aligning them properly with their uh, aspirations and everything. Because uh, I remember when, uh, before even coming here, when I uh, passed my CV to Melissa to proofread that, I remember she uh, uh, spoken about so many points and improved my CV. And that time she told one thing that uh, I'm surprised, like in spite of following up so much with the students, I have just received uh, CVs from uh, two, three people only. So this actually shows that they are there for the students to help and everyone it's actually for the students to capitalize that and uh, 
like connect with them because they they are there to help you because they are the ones who are constantly in touch with because since i have been working with career services i know how much we have been in touch with the uh, companies and how much efforts we take in planning up the events for the future semester so that what what all events have to be happened in the next spring semester that has already been planned in the fall semester so i think uh, and now coming back to the point as a student uh, regarding my post uh, master degree i i remember like i did get a lot of offers. I get uh, like I uh, was in a situation where, where I was confused amongst three offers, and I went to Melissa. Like uh, they all are with equal brand names and uh, uh, almost with the same salary range. Uh, just uh, the kind of work is different, but everything kind of aligns with what I want to get into. So these kind of things, how you can actually negotiate at that time. So these kind of things really help you a lot because uh, I know even uh, most of the students even. Uh, fee of uh, uh, the members present over here, they would be appearing for interviews next semester. So I think this is a very important part, negotiating. So uh, you're done with all the process, you've gotten a good job, kudos to you. And now you are stuck between choosing uh, which where I want to land into because all might look very lucrative and all might be so good for you. So in these kind of things, they help you a lot in how to negotiate properly because you have to capitalize the current situation. At, at our time, the market is super, because that's the thing you need to capitalize at this point of time, uh, like uh, how you can negotiate properly. Plus, uh, uh, for example, uh, if you want to like, uh, if someone is having any kind of aspirations of like doing a, uh, any other courses apart from that, for example, uh, I'll take okay, my example. Uh, I have plans of doing an MBA after this, an executive MBA, like probably like one or two years after that. So they even help you in that kind of perspective also, like uh, at which point of stage you should be doing it, like what, how you can channelize from now itself, how you can properly align to that aspiration of yours. So it's not only your life doesn't actually uh, stop at when you get an offer letter. So they, they are also there to help you post uh, after the offer letters, for example, negotiating. And even if you have any kind of aspiration, some people might have a PhD uh, aspiration. So he might be coming up with a situation that I have a good job offer, plus I have a PhD uh, uh, application also. Which one should I choose? So in these kind of things also, CRC plays a very important role. They give you the pros and cons and benefits of both of the things, and then they help you in evaluating uh, both of them. So I think uh, these things are very much uh, present or present in UV. There are a lot of things because they take a lot of hard work in actually aligning so and so career communities with all kinds of different, different skills. For analytics, there's a separate career community. For management consulting, there's separate. People interested in law, legal, there's separate career community. And there are career consultants, which are too many career consultants, which are there to help you. So I think uh, even if someone is not part of any kind of clubs or activities, he just wants to focus on his coursework, I would still emphasize a lot, make use of the CRC. There are so many templates and so many power sessions which are happening. Never miss those sessions and take advantage of that because they are there to help you. Yeah, great advice. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, although I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure why you would need too much help from the CRC if, if a next step down the line is an executive MBA. I mean, you, you've already got your answer there. You stay at UB, obviously, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I have some friends from MBA also, and I have taken <laughs> classes of MBA. I think uh, they have a different um, method of like uh, the coursework, and that that's super exciting. Like group projects and everything, they are totally professional. Very good. Um, all jokes aside, thank you so much to the ambassadors for taking us through uh, topics related to 
the, the uh, career preparation, uh, the clubs, the activities, as well as the curriculum um, in this particular segment. To our audience, we're glad that you're considering the UBMS MIS program, but we wanna hear from you, so stay connected. You can use your cell phone's camera to access the links associated with the QR code on your screen. Once there, you'll find opportunities to access the digital library where you'll find this segment along with the previously recorded segment. Um, have an opportunity to schedule a one-on-one -on -one admissions advising session, register for a recruiting event, browse our website and social media and so, so much more. We look forward to those future conversations and the potential of welcoming you to the UB School of Management family. For now, take care and goodbye.